Hey guys, this week's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial when you go to www.audibletrial.com slash world of row. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, and MP3 player. Thanks, and let's start the show. This is the World of Raw Podcast. And now your host, standing at 6'4", 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. All right, folks, sit back, relax, and crank up your audio level to the highest decibel because you're about to get into the World of Roe podcast. I am your host. My name is Roe, or you can call me Roel. This podcast is available to, available to you every Friday on iTunes, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, wherever you listen to your podcast, whatever type of podcast or app you use. The best way you can help out my podcast is by taking the time to rate it, review it, and of course, subscribe to it. Give me five stars, leave an amazing review, tell me how much you love the show, tell your friends how much you love the show. Use your phone to make a phone call, text message, email, maybe even use your social media you know, apps like Facebook, Snapchat, Vine. People do use Vine, right? I, I, I use it a little bit. I like it a lot, actually. Uh, Twitter, any other type of social media app you use or any type of way you've com- you communicate to your family, friends, whatever, loved ones, and you tell them about this amazing show and how every week I dazzle you with some amazing podcasts. All right, so uh, let's, uh, let's get this show on the road. How are you guys doing? How's your, how's your week been? How's, uh, how's everything gone for you? Are you enjoying your summer? Is it, it is it is summertime, right? It's Texas, and it is in the mid nineties, and God, it's it's awful. It's so hot, and we haven't even reached July yet. And August is the worst month of them all, actually. Um, I trust that you've had a great week. I know it's been a very very long week and a very tragic week at that. Uh, you know, I, I just want to touch on this briefly. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about it. I mean. It's with great sadness and a heavy heart, you know, what happened sun, uh, Saturday night or Sunday morning in Orlando. My heart goes out to all you who had friends, loved ones out there. And if you had relatives, family members, what what have you, my heart goes out to you and you are in my thoughts and prayers. And I, I really hope, you know, this our country can really get ourselves together and stop the hate amongst each other. It's a very, very delicate time for this country. So... You know, it, it's it's really sad. I mean, I I heard the news and I read it, and it's just so so sad. And um, I really hope that things can get look up for this country. We really have to, you know, get everything together in that sort. Just because people are people are dying every day, and you don't want to see something happen like that. So, my heart, my thoughts, and my prayers go out to all of you who were affected by this, and to those who lost. Okay, so this week, uh, it, you know, the week went by, like I said, it felt long, but it still goes by really fast. It's strange, right? I mean, I, I feel like uh, like I'm a kid again with, with certain, you know, certain things coming up and it, it goes slow, but then it kind of picks up out of nowhere. I mean, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really making any sense, but it, it, it's a very, very um, fast-paced type ordeal that we go through and uh, I do want to take the time to shout out to my wonderful mother who had her birthday earlier this week uh, that on Tuesday happy birthday mom I love you so much and thank you for everything thank you for being the best mom in the world I know I'm, I may be I may be 
biased when I say this, but I feel that way. And a lot of you probably feel the same way about your mom or your parents or whatever. You know, my mom is the foundation to our family and uh, I love her so much. So please have a happy birthday, mom. I hope you had a happy birthday. And I do want to take the time to give a special shout out to all you fathers out there and uh, have a happy Father's Day this Sunday. Have fun. Enjoy your time with your family, your kids, loved ones, and uh, have a couple of uh, soda pops or a couple of drinks if, you, if you'd like to drink. It's, it's a great time to celebrate Father's Day. I'm looking forward to it, although I probably won't be able to celebrate too much because I have to do my daily routine of my job. But I just wanted to shout out to all you fathers. You guys pave the way. We raise our kids. You guys set the example. And to my father as well, happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you so much. You're an amazing guy. <laughs> if you guys want to know a little bit about my father, you can actually go listen, li- listens, listen to episode 17 and 18 on this podcast. And uh, you can hear, hear a lot about him and you can hear his story. You know, he, he's a great man. Uh, I have, I've been blessed to have wonderful parents. And this week's always special because my mom's birthday falls around the same time Father's Day does. So a uh, special shout out to my parents. Love you guys and my father-in-law as well. Happy Father's Day and happy f- my father-in-law. Has a, hope you have a wonderful holiday. I'm stuck all over the place. Happy Father's Day to all of you. Happy Father's Day to my father-in-law, Miss, Mr. Gilbert Martinez. Uh, love you, man. You're funny and hilarious and you always uh, make us laugh. So that's, yeah, okay. Moving on. Okay, so other than the, all the you know stuff going on in the world... The week's been pretty good. Uh, this week, as you guys, if you listen to episode 21 with uh, Court from the Quadcast, at the end I aired a trailer with this week's guest. And this week's guest is X from the Angry Old Man Podcast. I almost said Mr. X. Uh, great guy. Amazing story. You know, he's had so much history with radio and he's done podcasting for a little, quite some time now. And I was so looking forward to this, to doing this uh, podcast with him because he's super entertaining. The voice, he's you know voice characterizations, different voices that he has on his show, and uh, I I wanted to hear the whole spiel about it. Now we didn't go into too much detail because I didn't want to spoil you know what he does. I mean, it's an amazing thing that he does. It's a, you know the craft that he has behind it and the legacy that he has and so much that he's done in the radio business and podcasting business and. Um, or podcasting. I mean, anyway, I enjoyed it. Uh, I felt like I could have talked to him and I feel like this on a lot of shows, but this one, especially because I felt like we could have talked a lot longer and shared more experiences from his life and, and, uh, how he does everything and how he got into it. It's, it's just really amazing. You feel like you can, you see, you see these things on television or movies and you feel like, Oh man, maybe I would like to meet somebody, meet somebody that, you know, creative or that talented to be able to do so many different things and this is the way I felt when I got to sit down and talk with X and uh, I was really honored to have him on the podcast and um, I was really honored to hear his story so without further ado I'm going to go ahead and play that episode for you guys now and then we will talk on the other end and wrap up the show I hope you enjoy guys Mr. I mean X, how are you, man? Yeah, no, no, Mister at all. No, Mister. No, no need for formality. <laughs> so okay. I, I'm doing good, man. After a, a hefty bicycle accident. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm really glad that we were able to finally talk. And I know I touched base with you, and you had said that. How's that? How's that going? 
Well, it's it's been five weeks, and I tell you, I've been I've been better in the last five weeks, and uh, but I got car doored. Oh and, gosh! Uh, but it, I didn't hit the door. I just passed the door as she opened it, and so she knocked me down, oh, and I man. fell down, and then my wife was behind me. And then she was able to avoid the door, and she ran over my bike, and then she fell down head first. And oh, uh, but man. we, yeah, but we had helmets, we oh, had uh, gloves, and all. So th- my biggest problem was my back. I I fell on my back. Yeah, and I thought I had broken it. Oh uh, man! I tell you, it was. Those of you who ride bikes know what I'm talking about. Oh, you're always aware of those dreaded car doors. Yeah. And yeah. when I fell down, man, it knocked the breath out of me. I thought that was it. I'd broken my back. But then, you know, after a few minutes, I was able to move my legs. I was able to even uh, stand up a little bit. They kind of, a uh, few firemen and cops helped me up. And then okay. they walked me over. And then I went to an emergency room. But it was, uh, you know, pretty painful. Yeah. But, I can imagine that it was. Um, yeah. So is, have you been bike riding for quite some time? Well, I've been bike riding about three years uh, consistently. Oh, good. You okay. know, I, yeah. yeah, I've been riding like, you know, about four or five times a week, about uh, 20 miles each ride. And uh, it's a nice, beautiful bike ride from where I live down to the ocean. Oh, man. Uh, so it's lovely. We just, uh, some of our friends here, we get on the bike and we go down to uh, the ocean, and then we kind of ride along the ocean to a nice little cafe down in uh, uh, San Juan Capistrano, and we just have a a great time. It's more of a social thing and also, you know, uh, to stay healthy. Right, yeah, yeah, that's that's the main thing, right, getting the little, you know, cardio in and everything like that. Exactly. So, and what part of California are you in? I'm in Southern California. I am uh, in South Orange County near uh san clemente and uh between san clemente and uh and san juan capistrano okay yeah, yeah. so that it's 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 a very um scenic ride so like you said it's by the ocean I, i'm sure that that's an amazing ride it is really is it is really a beautiful beautiful ride a lot of mornings my friends and i are just looking at that site and saying man we are really blessed to be living in this part of the world and uh, enjoying such a cool ride, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, um, I don't, I don't bike ride as much, although I probably should. But my father loves to bike ride, and, and I know the the small town that we're from in Texas, uh, yeah. South Texas. He used to, you know, go like on a thirty mile ride or fifteen mile ride. I can't remember what it was, yeah. but he he just loves to bike ride. I think it was more he found it to be very very cathartic and you know yes. relaxing. So. Yeah, I can empathize with you, and I mean with the whole situation. And I'm I'm glad you're doing well, and the the physical therapy, yeah. everything's going really well, and the back's feeling better. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, every day is a little bit better. You know, it. it I always say it could always be worse. You yeah, know, I, you know, definitely. I could have fallen down, and a car came by, run over my body or my head, whatever. Right. But nothing, nothing like that happened. So thank God. Yeah, it, that's... it's it's all good that I can be here with you today. Otherwise, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of your dad, you know, yes. I, I listened to your two episodes. Oh, did you with your dad? I thought that was so cool. Oh, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and uh, and it's kind of neat to download. 
the information from your mom and dad before, you know, while they're still with us. Right. I was lucky enough to do that with my parents as well. Right. Now, I didn't do it for the podcast, right. but I have it for my son and for my uh, grandchildren. Oh, that is awesome, yeah. Yeah, so that, that was a great thing you did, and I really think your dad's cool. I mean, he's really a <laughs> down-to-earth uh, kind of guy, spent a lot of time... Uh, uh, getting those airplanes ready in the oh, yeah—that's that's fantastic. Navy, wasn't it? Yeah, Navy? yeah. He 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 worked. Uh, he he worked for flight support for the Navy out in Corpus Christi. a yes. good chunk of his life in Kingsville, Texas. And um, he's—it's funny you mentioned that he's actually here right now, but he's he's downstairs with my daughter. And um, I was telling him, I was like, "Hey, I've I've gotten a lot of great feedback about the show that you were on." He's like, "Oh, that's great," you know. And I, yes. and a, a couple of friends, uh, thank you. A couple of fr- couple of friends that I that I know from podcasting. And I think, uh, well, Nick from Epic Film Guys thought he was entertaining and awesome. Yeah. And he's like, you could be my life coach. And I, <laughs> I said, well, you could probably do that if you wanted to. Yeah. Well, well you can tell he's a real guy. You know, oh, he's yeah. a real down-to-earth guy and he's got a great life story to tell. So, yeah. you know. Thank you. It, I appreciate yeah, that. That was great. Yeah. So, you know, going let's talk. speaking of stories, how did you, you know, amazing talent, you know, the, the your show. I've listened to quite a few episodes of your show hilarious yeah. and then you Thanks. know what yeah you're welcome and the, the first episode i listened well the first time i heard of you was um and i, I know we've been following each other for quite some time i'd listened to you on naked diner and i told yeah. jack as soon as that episode was done i said man that was such a great episode and and for a second there and i you know the first interaction i had with you i i it was so crazy because i had just seen you know Marin's. uh i binge watched his show on netflix and i mm-hmm. had just seen that episode with phil hendry and i was just like oh my gosh is that is that the guy from Marin? i didn't know his name no, at no, the time no, yeah, no. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but th- it's no, amazing well you know it's um i i was i'm an old radio guy so i've been in radio since the uh, uh well mid 70s okay. and then i got out of radio in about in 1987 so I've always loved radio. I've loved doing, you know, characters, personality right. radio and things like that. But I was involved and still am in uh, film and video productions. But I do this as a hobby like you do, you know, right. just really enjoy podcasting. Yeah. Um, but I did it. I started doing uh, all the characters because I, at first I was doing a podcast with a buddy of mine. We sure. were doing Bicoastal podcast. and. Yeah. We had trouble getting everybody together, him and I, connecting at the same time. So I decided, well, crap, if I do a bunch of characters, <laughs> they're always going to be here whenever I want them. And then that's how it started. And then, you know, one by one, the characters grew. And it's kind of fun. And, you know, you, you usually have make-believe friends when you're a young kid. But here I am right. in, in my later years <laughs> having make-believe friends, you know? Yeah, well, it's it's awesome the way you do it. It's really awesome. Oh, thanks, thanks. You know, I you I growing up, you see it and you watch it on TV, and I never thought I'd I'd interact with anybody who had the capabilities. I mean, it's almost uh, not like a ventriloquist, but it's the talent the talent to do that is just amazing. And and the way you do that, I, I don't want to ask you how you put that together because I don't want to give away any secrets or anything like that because it kind of keeps the show in you know the the I yeah. guess the, the the shock and awe, if you will, of how how it goes, but. It, it's real. It was really cool. And when I w- I was listening to, not I listened to a little bit of the uh, most of the recent one, but the one before that where you had just okay. come back. And gosh, the I can't remember which character's name, but he's talking. And I, I man, it's not 
hairy cheeks. It's uh, but the other guy, and he just kind of like, well, curly fries. Yeah, you curly go fries. him, and he's like, who the fuck is calling my phone? <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing when I heard. That. <laughs> this is so random, but I mean, so when when did you was when you were doing your radio day in your radio days? Were you already doing that? Was that kind of like well, I, you said when you started podcasting? That's right. I'm sorry, but yeah. but were the thoughts and the out? No, know, no, no. I did. Know. I did. I did use voices when I was. Uh, in radio, okay, Ex- okay. Except I would do, you know, like only one character. I would pre-record his parts, yeah, and then I would interact with it live on the air. So usually, you know, one character and me, okay. And uh, there were usually small little bits, okay. Uh, but this thing evolved on its own. You know, it sort of evolved and uh, and it grew. And because my first. Uh, episode of the angry old man podcast mm-hmm. is completely different right than you know the one that i'm going to push out later on today okay um because uh, the characters have evolved more characters have joined and uh and i i've learned how to do it better you know in four years i kind of perfected my little technique right and because uh, phil henry you mentioned right is also a, a big hero of mine we oh, were both nice working in LA at the same time, except he was a, on an FM station. But at that point, he wasn't doing character voices. He was just an FM jock. And then he went to mm-hmm. um, Florida, and that's where he developed his oh, uh, okay. voices. But the difference between Phil and I mm-hmm. is that Phil only has one character at a time. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, but my guys, they interact, you know, they're layered over each other. Yeah. They're fighting, they're... They're kind of it. It's weird. I, I. It's hard for me to explain it, but it's it's very organic the way it happens. And then after I listen, after I do an episode, and sometimes I I completely forget what went on, and then I listen to it, and it's completely fresh. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's I. It's something that I, honest to God, really enjoy, and it's uh, very. Uh, uh, it's very, I don't want to say cathartic, but right. it is very, uh, re- not relaxing, but it's, it's, it's good for me right. mentally. Yeah. Right, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's very creative. I mean, you, you, we all kind of per- try to portray ourselves and try to do different elements of voices and right. to be able to do that and, and the layers that you do, is it, it I don't know. I mean, I, that, I'm still like in, in awe of it, but so you, you mentioned Phil, have you ever actually met him? No, Phil and I never actually met. Okay. Um, he was working for, um, a CBS affiliate, KNX FM, and I was working for KNOB FM, which was, but we never, never met. Uh, we knew, um, I don't know if he knew of me, but I right. knew of him right. when he was in the market. But everybody kind of kept track of each other <laughs> when we yeah. were broadcasting out. Yeah. yeah, wow. So, and you've, and you've always, you've always been from Cal, you've always stayed in California. That's been like your home base? Well, actually, I, I was in Arizona for a while. Okay. Um, when I started in radio, I started. Uh, in a small town up north of Santa Barbara called Lompoc, California. I worked in Salinas, and then I okay. went to Lake Havasu City, Arizona, where that London Bridge is. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. I was there a few years. Then I worked down in uh, San Diego area, mm-hmm. and then in uh, in Los Angeles. My last uh, seven years, I finished in L.A. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Wow. So you you and and you do stand up as well, correct? I did do. I used oh, you to do did. Stand-up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't do that anymore, but, uh, you know, 
to do stand up, you have to be a young man without a family and be able to live on, you know, uh, pop ramen and uh, <laughs> and uh, Costco food. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's you have to really, you know, work out every night, two or three uh, sets as many as you can, you know, with open mic and all that. And it's I, I'm just too old for that. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I mean, well, at least you did it for a little bit, right? How tough to you? For I did. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I did. I did it. It was fun. Uh, it was uh, it was really, really a lot of fun doing uh, stand-up. And I think right now, one of my characters, mm -hmm. the best one that could do stand-up would be Harry Cheeks. I think he's, <laughs> yeah. Harry Cheeks is the funniest character of, of all of them. He just, to me, yeah, he just kind of has a natural wit about him. And they're all different. They're all separate. They're all completely different. Right. And it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, how they come about and and a friend of mine once said she said i think what you're doing you're channeling these people <laughs> yeah. how are you talking about channeling yeah. these people so yeah yeah they're probably in another in another universe and i'm channeling hairy cheeks and uh, <laughs> i hope she wasn't thinking you were turning into like a schizo or anything no, I don't know what the nah. hell it is, but, I, but I, I don't question that. I just go along with oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm having a blast. Oh, definitely. You, you yeah. sound like you are. So is it these characters, was it just kind of like, was it on the fly or you kind of already had the name for them and you kind of had the, the voice and the personality for each of them or was it just like, you, was it just organic flowing where, you're, where you were recording and you kind of just thought of it on the fly? Some of them happened by accident. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was, we were just one time, we were talking about something. I think it, uh, some of the characters were getting ready to go um, burglarize the neighbor's uh, mobile home next door, the Viagra salesman, <laughs> uh, Woody Stroker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they were going to go burglarize them. And what was happening is they had some a lookout down at the. Uh, at the recreational hall where they usually have films and then dances mm -hmm. and with Harry Cheeks and his orchestra. And I don't know, that just came out of me, Harry Cheeks and his <laughs> orchestra. And I, and I started laughing just with the name. Right. And then I developed the character around it. And then, you know, he wound up stuttering and yeah. uh, being hard of hearing and being a very, very funny character. And uh, so... I started with some of them just being having really silly names. Like I have a character, it's Bill Ding. Uh, so you say Bill Ding, but it could be like a building, a structure, you know? Right. So, and um, yeah, all the Italian characters are all named after a food. <laughs> so you know, Frank Tiramisu, and then we had a bunch of others. And, you know, there are so many of them that I forgot, <laughs> forgot most of them. <laughs> so it's a, it's, it's, you know, it's just having, being silly and uh, having fun and not having any constraints put upon me. That's the greatest thing in the world is not having to answer to a program director or a right. station manager or any of that crap. You just, just go do whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever you want, it goes. Right. I so, started being a little, uh, being completely clean and then slowly ventured into <laughs> being explicit. You're just trying it on. So let me ask you this. When you're doing, when you're doing these voices and you're recording it, do you ever have to just kind of stop because you're making yourself laugh or is it? Well, just, I do. Yeah. But you know, what, I, what I've learned is to laugh and <laughs> genuinely laugh, you know, because what you were talking about, the phone ringing. Yeah. 
that actually happened. Oh, okay. So that's real. Okay. Okay. It was real. No, but the phone wasn't ringing. Okay. It was, uh, I had some leftover sound effects from the previous episode. Gotcha. And I had no idea that it was coming up. And that's why it made me laugh (laughs) when I said, who the fuck is calling now? Yeah. And uh, and it was it it genuinely did happen. And then I think another sound effect popped up a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. And I said, "We'll just have too many uh, uh, leftover sound effects from a previous episode." Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, I do make myself laugh sometimes, which is kind of weird. But I I use it. And also, I've learned to uh, when I make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Don't st- I used to stop and correct it. Hell no. And you just keep, keep going. Keep the mistake and have fun with it. Yeah, you have go. S- have somebody else say, you know, no, you just said this. And they said, no, I didn't. And then they, there's a little bit of a conflict that happens as a result of that. And there's always a bit of bit of comedy that comes out of it so yeah and and then you and it, it grows from it right so you can make something you can make the you can take the negative and turn it into a positive and always yeah, yeah. and yeah. as a as a podcaster a lot of a lot of us or not me especially if i if i find something i try to like kind of keep it i do very too little no editing as possible just because yeah. i feel like what i have is really good sometimes if there's something that i need to take out I, i'll usually do right uh do that but most of the time i, I try to keep it all there just because i think it, it just kind of i don't know more it feels more authentic i guess yeah is what I'm yeah trying to be say. real yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Because, have fun with it yeah and, you know you make a mistake so what everybody makes mistakes and, oh yeah uh, and then just have fun with it that's it yeah so and and you've done over, uh, was it 162 now on, on Angry? Yeah, Angry? I think I'm uh, 163. Okay. I just, yeah, I'm almost finished with 163. Wow. And so yeah. they come out every two weeks. Well, I used to do it every week, but okay. then since my accident, I kind of stopped for a while. Gotcha. And now I do it, you know, when I have a little bit of material because I it's finding the time. That's my biggest, it's right. been my biggest problem the last few weeks. But uh, it's all improvised. I have maybe, if I get a, an idea sometimes, I'll jot it down and leave it, you know, in my, because otherwise I know I'll never remember it. Yeah. So I, I keep uh, my iPad or my iPhone close to me. Uh-huh. And every time I have an idea, I'll jot it down so that I don't forget it. Nice. And that's about it because I, I at the beginning, I used to script everything. Uh, and it and it sounded, you know, when I listened to it back, mm-hmm. it, it, it sounded scripted. You know, it's just not. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't feel as genuine, right? Or you doesn't. A, it doesn't sound real. Yeah, that didn't sound real. It just sounded scripted. Right. And uh, so, I decided. Well, let's see if I can just wing it. And <laughs> I found out I enjoy it much better because sometimes, as you're improvising with the different characters. Uh, because w- what I do, I'll give you a little bit of, sure. of an insight into how I do it. Yeah. I start off with uh, one character. He'll talk. Mm-hmm. If he has an idea, keeps going. And then in my head, I'm thinking, okay, who's going to answer th- this particular piece? And I leave a little bit of room. Mm-hmm. And then I continue until I come to an impasse and I stop. Uh-huh. And then I go back and edit and add the other character and then third one and fourth one so they kind of layered all on top of each other yeah and then and then you get the conversation going right yeah so, and you're using because I, I when i listened to the episode with you on the naked diner you had said you were very pro apple so everything you use is apple 
Yes, yes. So then are you using this? I'm, I'm just curious, just yeah. from a technical aspect for myself. Yeah. Um, do you use GarageBand? Are you using Logic? No, no. I'm using Logic. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, Logic Pro X is, uh, is uh, much better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just, just gives me everything. Yeah, I could do it with uh, Garage, mm-hmm. but uh, Logic has got... It's, uh, has many more, right? Uh, you know, bells and whistles. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We noticed that because I, I do two podcasts, and when we first started doing the podcast, we noticed that GarageBand was very limited. And when I when I started switching, when I switched over to Logic, it was just like everything was there, and it was so yeah. much easier to work with. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah. For for a while, I was using another uh, Apple product called mm-hmm. Soundtrack Pro. Okay. And that was pretty good, but then I I, I, I would master it on mm-hmm. uh, Logic. So I said to myself, "Why the hell do I deal with this? If I can go straight to Logic Pro." And then I uh, I started doing Logic, and been doing it ever since, like that. Wow. Okay. So you know, you said you were doing stand up. How long ago? When was the last time you did that? Was it way back when? Or oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was about eighty. Six eighty-seven was wow. the last time I was doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's so. It was it was a very busy time back then in the eighties. Well, yeah, comments. you know, it was. I, I used to work out in the same place where uh, where Seinfeld used to come down. Oh and, wow! And, okay. Uh, Yakov Smirnov, he was also the headliner, and uh, um, Larry Miller, a bunch of other uh, other guys. And then I used to work there, and I went up to uh, Hollywood and. And the comedy store and oh yeah, uh, comedy store yeah. That's a yeah. Marin worked out of there too, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So it it was you know it was fun, but uh, but again, I was married and uh, you know yeah. I had to make a living. So it's it's kind of you really have to dedicate yourself to do stand up. You have to really do nothing but stand up, right? And starve for a while until you earn your chops. Yeah. Or, yeah, and you know, it's I started with when I started this podcast, I wanted to talk to people who were creators and I've I've actually talked to a couple of stand-up comics and mm-hmm. from what I gathered at least with the conversations that I had with with these ladies, they're they're actually both out of California and mm-hmm. they really um hustle. Well, one of them, I mean, she's doing like a she's got her hand in like a million different things and I know she she was saying that when she moved to from cuz she started out in Chicago worked at Second City then she went out to California and she was saying that yeah. she had a couple of jobs and she did the stand up but she's she's found her passion into it so I was yeah. just I mean I I I I gathered that at least that much I mean I didn't know I mean I think she's doing a lot more different things now with her she's got a production company but I was just amazed at how she was doing so many things to kind of you know, for her to pursue her career. And, you know, and another podcaster that I know had mentioned to me that he started doing some stand-up comedy gigs because he's, they've kind of been on a little bit of a sabbatical because he's kind of banking a lot of episodes to get everything mm-hmm. ready. But he said he started to kind of further brand, further out his brand by doing stand-up. And um, I, I, found, I found that to be pretty cool just because, I mean, I don't do stand up. I mean, obviously I have a job and I do this and mm-hmm. I, mean, I want to build my brand and have something successful with it, but I know you I mean, you're just kind of building the voice and the the ability to talk to a lot of people is still kind of a challenge at yeah. the same time. <laughs> well, I I don't know if you have the uh the desire to be a stand up comic, oh, but yeah, you I know, don't know, yeah. People I, in LA, you know, if you're th- that's the place to do it. It's right. either New York, Chicago or or LA, or LA right. and uh, especially if you want to get it to be an actor and all that. So 
it's but the competition is so oh, fierce. Yeah. You know, there are, there are thousands upon thousands of people. Yeah. Uh, going for the same goal. Right. And uh, you know, after a while, say, well, maybe there is no chance I would ever do it. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. I don't see myself doing that. I, I, I find myself that I can, you know, with people I know, I can make them up. I don't know if I could do it in front of a crowd. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the podcasting thing. And you know, we'll see what happens with this. But I mean, it, yeah, I was just, I, I found it to be just impressive on, you know, how to, yeah. to go through all that and everything. So, you know, yeah. Well, it's, you know. Uh, it can be really a lot of fun, right? When, when when you're doing good, if you're bombing, man, it's the worst feeling. Oh in gosh, the world. I can imagine. So you, I mean, I imagine if you're having a good show or a bad show, you're still overly critical of yourself. Oh yeah, always. Oh man, always more than anyone else because you see every little nuance, every little mistake that mm-hmm. people will probably never notice. But you are, and you know, and, and the worst thing you can do is listen to your family because. <laughs> they will tell you, "Oh, you're fantastic! You're right. great!" You know, so you you don't want compliments from family. You want compliments from complete strangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do, do you get that a lot um, with your podcast? Uh, just with some ra- you know random people. I mean, obviously, well, that, that's it. You know, yeah. it's just I've been getting a lot of uh, you know podcasters mm-hmm. been been noticing the show, wanted to do uh, interviews like what you know, like I'm doing here with you. Right. So that's you know that's very flattering to me because uh, uh, you know when your peers are saying nice things about you, that's that's what really matters. Then I've got some really cool uh, uh, listeners throughout the world who mm-hmm. uh, communicate with me. In fact, in this episode, uh, I've got a good uh, friend of the podcast down in Houston, Texas. Okay. And he goes by the name of Motley Cristo. That's uh, Cristo. That, that's not his real name. Right, right. So we, we kind of trade uh, emails together. In fact, in this episode that's coming out, mm-hmm. he wrote a little play because that's what I've been doing. I've been taking people's uh, material, like, you know, three or four pages of, mm-hmm. uh, let's say, a play that they wrote, and I take it and produce it. I have Curly Fries be the director and different <laughs> characters playing the parts. Right. And that's turned out to be pretty funny. So this uh, uh, friend of mine, Motley Cristo, who has been listening to the podcast yeah. for, for the longest time, I said to him, I said, well, write a, write a little uh, play and I'll produce it. Right. Now, the only thing, what he did was, last time I asked, said that, he sent me 43 pages of script. Oh, God! So what the fuck? I'm not going to do a, <laughs> you know, a screenplay just sent me, you know, three or four pages. So right. this time around, he sent me uh, three or four pages. It's called uh, A Trip to the Butcher Shop. <laughs> so that's going to be in episode 163. And take a listen to it. I think, I think you'll... You'll find it pretty funny. Oh gosh, yeah, I, I'll definitely listen to it. So, yeah, yeah, that Houston, Texas is only about three hours from me. So that's yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here in San Antonio. Wow. So you got friends all over the place, man. That's Ooh. really cool. I love. I've heard a lot of good things about San Antonio. Oh yeah, that's it's a good community. It's a good city. Yeah. A lot of people. I mean, it's growing. Um, it's spread out, which is nice because there's not. Yeah. I mean, it, there's not too much traffic. It's not like Houston or or L.A. or anything like that. Right. But. Uh, they do have um. There's a there's an Alamo Draft House down uh down in the city about 20 minutes from here, and they have uh-huh. a Laugh Out Loud comedy club. And I know they had um 
Nikki Geisher was just out there a few uh-huh. a few months back, and um, it, it was kind of crazy because a, a buddy of mine, and he actually just started doing the intro for for my my podcast with his voice, just because he's got the voice for it. Uh huh. And uh, he actually got to take a picture with her, and he got to meet her, and everything like that. And I was oh, like, cool. oh wow, okay, who who's this person? And then ironically, <laughs> she was just she did um, she was on Marin's podcast around that same time. So I listened, to, uh-huh. I had to got to listen to the podcast, and I, you know, it, it was really cool. So I mean, put the name to the face, kind of thing. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So he, I mean, there, there's there, there's a lot of opportunity, I think, out here for for comics to come through. Um, I've I've never, you know, as much as um as much as I'd like to, I've never been able to go out. I know um, my dad is a big uh, he is a big fan of um Frank Caliendo, and he came uh-huh. up a few years ago, and we didn't yeah, get yeah. to go. But uh, yeah, yeah, good laughs. You know, anything for a good laugh, I think. Uh, exactly. There's that's the best medicine for everything is laughing. You know, if you can just laugh at yourself and have a good time with everything then and it's just so much life becomes so much easier yeah when you laugh <laughs> it really does honest to god and that's the reason why i decided to do the uh this podcast because certainly there's no money in it right and uh but i i i just enjoy when people tell me you know that they love the podcast that they laugh and and so if you can make other people laugh and yourself at the same time boy that's that's the payoff. Yes, most definitely. So yeah. you you've been your show is what about how long have you been doing it? About five years now? Uh, it's been four years. Wow, it was four years in November. Yeah, so in Jeez. November it's going to be five years. Do you and, and it's always just been you with your with the different characters the whole just time? Just me? Uh, yeah. Well, well, the first one I did was uh, just a, a buddy of mine and I. We did about right. fifteen episodes. Okay, and that's normally uh, kind of a they say if you if you're not going to do a podcast. You are going to only do fifteen episodes, and that'll be it. Yeah, that, I remember you saying usually, that. Yeah, that's that's usually the the norm. And we did fifteen episodes, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Well, I'm going to keep this going longer than fifteen, and I did. Mm-hmm. And then once you get past a hundred, you're uh, you're just kind of like rep- yeah, you're just like coasting a re- well that. old yeah. machine is just doing its own thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I've I've noticed that just because with uh, with this one, I've, I mean, I was I started it in January and I had been thinking about it for about two months or so, and yeah. when and when uh, when January rolled around, I started I started dropping episodes and you know the I, I'm, I'm sure you already know this, but you know the consistency of it and everything, and here we are, you know, twenty twenty one episodes in, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah so great <laughs> yeah yeah well it, you know as long as you're enjoying it that's all that matters yeah yeah i agree with you now do you have you ever tried to pursue any type of um with uh you know with with sponsors or advertisers with your well show? i i started like everybody else you mm-hmm. know promoting amazon promoting uh google uh and all those you know putting ads on my uh website and all that right and uh, audio, uh, what's audible and audible, all that. Yeah. And to me, that's all, it's really bullshit because okay. all you do is promoting them. You never get enough clicks. People, you don't get enough to get it back. Right. Unless you have a huge audience. Right. Like, let's say, Marin or right. someone else. Yeah. Where you can get, you know, a, a million downloads. Then, you're, then you, can, you can realistically make some money out of it. Right. But you, you know, without having a platform Mm -hmm. that you can promote your podcast, like uh, some of the comics do who will go on national television and have different, you know, they can go on national radio shows where they can promote their podcasts. 
then you have a chance. Us indies, we right. don't have much of a chance no. to do it on our own. You know, it's just we get the only way we can do it is if we promote our, uh, you know, promote each other. Because yeah. uh, otherwise, the big guys, you know, they, they gobbled it all up. And we, we just, we're just making tiny little noises, you know, in, in this huge cave. We need a bigger voice. Right. So my whole thing is uh, I hope that we can somehow unite all the indie podcasts into one voice so we can promote right. each other and, and, you know, get a, a, a bigger slice of the pie than we do now, you know? Yeah, I I agree with you there, and I I know that that's how the whole hashtag uh, Potter and Family started back yeah. in November of last year. And, yes, and it's helped out tremendously for for my show, and I'm sure for your show as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, and and that's how you know I met Jack through that, and I've met quite a few yeah. people. It's really nice to network with people, and you and you find the all the same passion and you know beliefs in it and you're exactly sharing you know yeah sharing ex experiences and advice and how to yes. do certain things so yeah wow so i mean and, and um do you do you just do you see it just going you're just going to keep going with it do you see maybe i, I don't see any reason why i should stop it, oh no uh, yeah because like i said i'm doing it for my own entertainment right and i do uh miss it when i don't do it yeah um I'm going to uh, Europe in September for a month. Oh wow! To shoot a film, so. Oh wow, well, that's I, awesome. I, yeah, but I'm not. I don't know whether I'm going to. Uh, I'll probably, you know, line up about four or five of the past episodes. Yeah. And then just do the intros and outros on it uh, to keep it give it some freshness, and so take uh, the month of September off. But otherwise, yeah. you know, I just. I just love every once in a while when the mood strikes me. And if, you know, my wife will, she knows when I've come up with some kind of a, <laughs> some kind of a, a, a bit because I'll start laughing. Either I'm in a shower or, 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 you know, doing something and I start laughing. She says, you thought of a new bit. I, I say, yeah. So that's usually like that. Is it, is it always, is it hard to turn it off? Cause I imagine that it's probably, you're probably going a hundred miles an hour with, you know, inside your mind well, you thinking know, of different things. <laughs> It it's it's become such a part of my my life that it's it is difficult to turn it off. In fact, I t I'll give you an example. Sure. Last night, my wife and I we went out to dinner, and we're coming home. Yeah. And she was dictating a um, into her iPhone a text to a colleague at work. Okay. And so she wanted me to shut the hell up. So I'm driving. <laughs> And I'm over here doing bits in my head. And she says, stop it. I said, what? <laughs> she said, you're talking out loud. I said, no, I'm not. She said, yes, you are. And you're messing me up. So <laughs> see, it's, it's, it's to the point where I don't even know that I'm doing it out loud. Wow. But, well, it's, it's it's kind of fun. Yeah, I, I man, I'd have a lot of fun with it if I could figure that out. That's that's great. That's so awesome. And yeah. do you do you uh um. Do you ever have guests on your show or anything like that? Aside? I never do. Okay. I never do because everything is, you know, everything is make-believe. Right. And I can't sit down and do an interview. It's got to be done. Everything is done in pieces. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, and I've got to, you know, I've got ways to tweak the voices a little bit to change them slightly. So, you know, pitch them up and pitch them down. Right. 
so that it doesn't sound like the same person doing it. That's why a lot of times people are saying, that's not one person doing all those voices. <laughs> but uh, so it, it's difficult for me to do, you know, a sit-down interview. And besides, you know, this whole thing is a make-believe in a, in a mobile home park. Right. California, a mobile home park that doesn't exist. <laughs> and uh, so it's, it's, it is, uh, you know, it's not conducive for uh, an interview type show. Yeah. So do yeah. you, do you, um, man, I had, oh, okay. So the, I was going to ask you that. So you said they're make believe. So do you have like your own little storyline from episode to episode? Well, yeah, there's, there's yeah. A definitely, you know, storyline continues okay. a little bit at a time, but then, you know, like real li life, it, it evolves. Right. And, uh, I also, uh, pick up information here from, uh, the community where I live. I keep my ears open all the time. Anytime. Yeah. Something weird happens, I jot it down, and then I use it um, and try to base some of the characters on some of the people, you know, some of the real-life characters. Yeah, so, I was just about to ask you if you had integrated, like, real-life real life experiences that you're oh, going through into these characters. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of stuff is real-life experiences and real-life events that have taken place, and I'll just kind of bastardize them a little bit or, <laughs> you know, just... Switch them around, flip them around, and uh, uh, you know, try to add a comedic uh, twist to it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because you know, real life is is something that nobody can write. Right. It, it writes itself. You know, so you just have to keep your ears open and uh, jot it down so you don't forget it. Yeah. And uh, that's that's how I get a lot of my material. So. Have you ever had anybody, you know, tell you, I mean, I'm sure you get, you get lots of compliments, but have you ever had any type of detractors on the show at all? Not really, because, you know, who the fuck's going to sit there and listen to 30 <laughs> minutes or 40 minutes that I put out if they don't like it? That's the beauty of podcasting. Right. It's radio like five minutes they're yeah, done. Right? Radio is different because when I was on radio, yeah, people will call you and tell you they hate you and everything else. <laughs> uh, um but not in podcasting because they're downloading because they like it. Right. You know, there's no sense in downloading somebody you don't like. And, you know, I listen to podcasters and some I like and some I don't like. And the ones that I don't like, I don't download anymore, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. And, and, and I tell you, I, something that's really cool that I recently came across and these yeah. are old, old radio shows. Uh, Jack Benny. Uh, if you if you know that name, he's an old comedian that died back, geez, seventy four, and uh, but he used to do uh, an old style radio show mm -hmm. uh, when radio before TV. They used okay. to do little sitcoms like, and they're available now as podcasts. And I listen to that every single night. Um, I, I put it in my ear and I kind of fall asleep to it. Oh, awesome. and it's okay. kind of cool because it's old. Comedy is comedy, no matter when it was. If it was in right. 1924, if it's, you know, in 2024. Right. Um, so I've been listening to it and getting some little ideas about, because it's the same thing. It's a theater of the mind. That's what radio and podcasting is. Right. Um, you know, I can take people anywhere uh, in, in a podcast. I can take them to the moon. I can take them under ocean, you know, with sound effects and everything else. Yeah, that's awesome. And, I like that. Yeah. And so that's the beauty of it. 
because if you're doing it with film, you're screwed because you have to go and shoot the visuals and everything else. Here, yeah. in the theater of the mind, you can take anybody anywhere and you can do anything you want. And that's the beauty of it. I enjoyed that so much. And so, um, like, for example, this, again, this little uh, play that I did in this episode that I'm mm -hmm. pushing out today, uh, The Trip to the Butcher Shop, I had a hell of a fun time doing it because oh, yeah. I had, you know, come up with little sound effects to make it sound like you're in a butcher shop. You know, the, the door opens, there's a yeah. tink tinkling of the bell and people walking <laughs> in your footsteps. And then, you know, uh, Robert was uh, the, uh, the main character in this particular episode, in this play, and he was um, the butcher. And we had to come up with some sound effects to, <laughs> I'm not going to give away the story. Oh, no, yeah, don't, don't, he don't, had don't. To, you know, to he was trying to identify chickens. Yeah, by, by sticking his <laughs> fist up the chicken's butt cavity, <laughs> and then so I had to come up with some sloshing and farting. And oh all man, stuff. yeah. So coming up with that, I had more fun doing it than I did the whole thing, and so that's the that's the fun part about it. Well, see that that's the thing. I mean, the, you're having fun with it, so I couldn't. I mean, I, as you said, you don't you, with podcasting. People listen to five minutes; they figure out if they don't like it or not. They th yeah. if they think it's shit, they'll stop listening to it. But with right. you, you could. I mean, I find it to be my creative outlet in so many ways. It's kind of like a personal journal, but the way you do it, you take it to a whole new level because you can take that story wherever you want, and you can exactly. do all these little things, and people connect to it, and they kind of like they vision it in their mind and they, yeah. you know, they can see it while they're listening to it. And that, that's awesome. That is so cool. But, you know, sometimes it, it worries me because, you know, if, when they, people do uh, sample it for just a few minutes mm -hmm. and usually my funnier stuff is deeper into the podcast. So they have right. to sit there sometimes through, through a bunch of crap to get to the nuggets. <laughs> but, you know, that's the same way that I discovered. Um, I love the, um, Family Guy. Right, yeah, Family Guy's great. Yeah. Okay, the first time that the Family Guy was on TV, I didn't watch it because I, I thought it was stupid and what have right. you. I don't, never sat down and watched it. So when it came back, it was in syndication before right. it came back the second time on Fox. Yeah. It, it was on, I, be, I believe it was on TBS. Yeah, I remember TBS and I think uh, Cartoon Network, I think, for a yeah. while. And yeah. so what happened was I'm, I'm sitting there one night and I, I got, I was a little, well, I was a little, let's say not, not feeling too bad. I was okay, kind of yeah. a little screwed up. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I might've smoked a little doobie or something. And, and, <laughs> Nothing and wrong I, with that either. <laughs> I know, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm laughing my ass off. I mean, this thing was joke after joke after joke after oh, joke. Oh yeah. And I just said, man, this thing is a gold mine. And then I became the world's biggest Family Guy fan. I just love that show. And same thing with, with anything. You know, you ha sometimes have to catch it at the right moment yes. or in the right place. And, and that's, yeah. that's the thing about podcasting because there are so many podcasts out there there i mean there are hundreds of thousands of them. oh yeah there's a, so many of them and yes. I, I love the analogy that you made with family guy because seth mcfarland mcfarland is exa exactly like you he's he's doing all these different voices and yeah. for years i was just like well, which one is his voice yeah and i think he said something well if you had to 
really give me you want to know who I really am, you would basically look at Brian. That's yeah, basically Brian, who Seth Mac- yeah, yeah, Brian that's is Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Yeah, That's so and then you're like, how does he do these different voices? So when you when he did Stewie and then he did you know Quagmire or right. or uh, or Peter, you're just like, okay, so now I can hear it. I can, I can hear his voice now. Yeah. But when you first start watching it, you cannot tell. But it's just, oh. it's amazing. I I love that show. I mean, it's it's. I don't. I we have several of the collect the collectors DVDs, but we don't really watch them. So yeah. it's kind of like one of those things. Well, it's on TV. Let's watch it. And oh, it's this episode. I love this one. Or it's the you know whatever. You know, it, it it's it's so it's so entertaining. And a lot of people don't really get it, or they think it's stupid. I'm like, you have to watch it to kind of understand it. Well, I have the entire uh, collection of DVDs, even though awesome. I don't watch the the uh, DVDs anymore. You know, because right. you can collect them all on a DVR. You know, on right. cable, you can. There's four or five episodes playing at any given time. Oh yeah, on cable. Yeah. So I have like a hundred episodes in the DVR that I can every night, if I want to watch a little Family Guy, uh, you know, for for a little while to fall right. asleep. Yeah. My wife hates them, by the way. She hates <laughs> the Family Guy. Yeah. So it, it, it's just one of those things. It's like you either love it or you don't. That's the thing about comedy. Right. You no, know, either somebody gets it and they enjoy it, or they don't. There is no middle ground. Right. It's, it's like being a little bit pregnant. You either are or you're not, <laughs> and that's all there is to it. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. that's a good point. Did you ever did you ever see the Ted movies? I did. And did you like those as well? Oh yes. Okay. Yes, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, those are those are really good, and you know, it, it's it's an acquired taste, I guess. You know, with certain comedians, and some, you know, when I was a kid growing up, you know, my dad, like he mentioned in, in the episodes when we talked, he loves yes. comedy. So, yeah. But back in the day, HBO used to have these, you know, one-hour specials, and they had people like George Carlin, Bobcat Goldthwait, yes. yes. so many yes. people, yes. and he would sit there and watch it. And I'm like nine years old, ten years old, and I'm not getting it because yeah. he, he could, he's sitting there, he's just laughing his butt off, and yeah entertained and then finally I, I reached that certain age where i started i was able to watch certain things you know different types of stand-up right. comedian you know of comedians from all over the place and i'm like wow okay so this is what it's all about okay yeah. but well, it, it, it's it, an art it's a skill you know exactly and uh it's it's subjective and it's also you got to have little universals in comedy that yeah. people can identify with if they can identify with what whatever you're talking about right they will you know, enjoy your comedy. So, and it's, you know, some, you will offend some people with certain things and, mm-hmm. uh, and others will laugh at it. So you just got to be true to yourself. Right. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. And, and, and you do that with your show. So going back, you know, going back to, back into the podcasting, everybody's, like you said, there's thousands upon thousands of podcasts out there. Hundreds of them. <laughs> I'm talking about millions of podcasts. Oh out there. gosh. Yeah. In, you know, yeah. If so, yeah. in Southern California, five people on the freeway three of them are driving to go do a podcast wow <laughs> you know, yeah. that's a joke but it's it's uh, it's probably really, true though yeah you know it's just so many podcasts so you have to be different than anyone else and that's what i try to do i try to be di- different than anyone else and even though there are people doing uh you know some same people doing uh, all the voices but mine is a little bit different because nobody's going to be able to do Robert like I do. No one's going right. to be able to do, you know, uh, curly fries the way I do. So it is different. And yeah. also I try to um, give a little funny right off the bat because I hear a lot of people put in three or four minutes of music at the beginning. People are not going to, you know, listen to music. So I try to right. start with a little joke 
Right. And if they like the joke, I try to hook them into listen to the next segment and the segment after that and all that. So Yeah, because your show, you start off with like you guys talking and then you play your little intro. Is that you singing the song, by the way? Yeah, I do everything in there. Okay, right? okay, cool, cool. So And then you go right into the show. So you give them a little bit of a little yes. taste and if they like it, they're going to yeah. listen. In so fact, like- this week, I again, the my, my friend down in Texas uh, mm-hmm. uh, that was, uh, that we did his play, he also kept complaining that the opening, I changed the opening uh, uh, theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was um, a little more instrumental. I do this character called Enos. He's kind of an Elvis impersonator. Gotcha. And in fact, he claims that Elvis ripped him off <laughs> because he was doing Enos the penis, and then Elvis came along and he became Elvis the pelvis. And so... <laughs> He's kind of doing the same kind of, uh, he's an Elvis impersonator, but he says, no, Elvis is impersonating him. But anyway, so he did the first song, and mm-hmm. then I changed it a little bit, so it was a little more um, sounding a little unplugged. You know, it was just a couple of guitars and not a full right. in- instrumentation. So he said, really sucks. So this week, I decided that our retired exotic dancer, <laughs> Honeydew, <laughs> she decided that she's going to do a version of the opening theme song. So that's what this week is going to be her doing the opening theme song because Motley Cristo said that the one that we had now really sucks. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, so it turned out to be a bit uh, because uh, the guy was complaining that his brain was hurting because the, the opening theme song sucks so bad. Oh, you know, I like the opening theme song. You know, I, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, but I'm just gonna, I, you know, okay, I'm just okay, gonna okay. have fun with it. Gotcha. You know, okay. I'm gonna have every character sing it until we find the uh, one song that everybody likes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, do you, and you, um, uh, man, I had something. I totally. Yeah, I've been doing that a lot lately. I don't know if it's just me getting older or what, but uh <laughs> wait, wait till you get to be my age. Oh, you know, <laughs> you forget what you had for breakfast. You know, is is that does that really happen? Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, have fun with it. What the fuck? It's part, it's part of life. It's part of growing old. Oh yeah, you know, forgetting things. Yeah, so it happens. So- well, you know, I was going to ask you, um, what podcasts do you listen to? I mean, before you started, were you listening to several, or do you still listen to those same ones, or do you venture out and try different shows? Uh, there are some shows that I I, I I sample new shows all the time. Gotcha. And uh, just to see what's going on. And then, especially, you know, the people that are come in contact with, like yourself and and Jack and yeah. and uh, the people that I did with uh, Cape Crew Radio, that's another one. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there are let me let me just see I'm just looking at my podcast. Mm-hmm. I, there's a guy that I really enjoy. Well, Dom Herrera I really love from mm-hmm. uh, the Laugh Factory. Okay. Uh, so it's live from the Laugh Factory with Dom Herrera. He's a you know a, an old stand-up comic. Then um, then I like you know that just just about as far as. Um, Larry Miller is another one of my favorites. Yeah. He's an Larry old Miller's guy. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, of course, uh, world of row. Oh, well, thank you. Nice plug there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then I listened to, uh, naked diner. Oh yeah. They, they've got a good yeah. show. I like the dynamic, they, yeah. the dynamic with Jack and Andy. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And then Three Is Comedy is also a pretty good podcast. Yeah, they're they're good too. Yeah. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. You know, there's there's another uh, podcast that I listen to occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, three guys up in, or two guys and a gal from okay. Fresno. It's called okay. the Dorktown Podcast. Okay. Yeah. So there, they, there's just a bunch of different, but there's so many out there. Yeah, there is a lot. Do you listen to like Marins or anybody else? Like some of these big name. People? I used to, but then I stopped listening to them because just out of principle. Gotcha. I just don't give a shit, you know, what they have to say, <laughs> you know, because uh, they're just, you know, they're so big and, you know, they don't need me to listen. And, right. Uh, and uh, also like Adam Carolla. Yeah, Adam and, Carolla. Yeah, yeah I listen to him for a little bit, but then it's the same shit all the time and I just yeah. don't, don't really I, care for it. I, I started listening to, to Burke. Kreischer's podcast and, and yeah I, I like his show he's pretty entertaining um but you know Mar- Marin's his was a little bit hard to get into initially I started but when I started listening to him, I'm like okay you know I like it I really like his show yeah. I, I, I get the sense of humor because at first I didn't really get him but now you know yeah. I, I just I enjoy it he's I, I pretty like, yeah he's pretty neurotic and yeah uh, you know it, it's good he's got a good following you you, you know you yeah. got to give give the guy credit because yeah. uh, he's built a you know, a, yeah. a monstrous thing out there. So, yeah, Joe Rogan is also has. Yeah, Joe podcast. Rogan's really good too. Yeah. Did you have? Do you watch Marin's show at all, or no? I don't. Okay, I don't. okay. What, well, this what is what is this show about? Well, his show his show it's about the first three seasons are on Netflix, but it's about his you know podcasting and comedy career, and um, it, it it's about you know basically like an everyday life of someone. You know, oh, is it a reality series? It, it's it's almost kind of reality. It's very it's very shades of gray because it is still like a TV show, and there's and it's not it's not based on it's. He's using samples like the way you were when you you know you create your stories with your characters. He's kind of doing that with his show, okay. and he incorporates some of his real you know his real encounters with the show. But there's a comedic feel to it. Okay, and I know this season it's focusing his character. You know, falls in addiction to you know oxycontins, and it it kind of like you know, based off of his own personal issues, you know, because mm-hmm. he, he was a big into drugs, but it's, it's really good. I don't think good. he is anymore, is he? No, no, no. Yeah, he's sober now. I think he's like 17 years or something like that. He doesn't do any of that stuff. He, you know, um, yeah. but it's it's really entertaining. Like I said, you know, I, the ironic thing was I I had just seen that sp- the the show with Phil Henry was, was called, um, I think it was called Radio Cowboy on the episode. I think it's on season two and I, that's when it was like, oh my gosh, did it, did Jack score the Phil Henry on his podcast? Yeah. But yeah, it was really good. I, I like his show a lot. I mean, the TV show and the podcast, I'll listen to it as much as I, like I can. But yeah. I mean, again, I try to listen to everybody's and sample different people. It's, it's hard to listen. It to is really hard. Price. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Cause really I, I, you know, I'll listen to podcasts sometimes when I'm driving because that's, you know, you have the best you time have plenty of yeah. time to do it. Yeah. And cause you know, I hardly ever listen to radio anymore because too, yeah. you want to listen to th- uh, things on demand, and that's the way we are now. Yeah, uh, uh, coming to live with our television and radio and everything else. Right, everything is on demand versus having to listen or watch when they tell you to watch. So, yeah, we're getting but, spoiled. Oh, yes, we are. You know, and I, I was just telling. I think I was telling my wife this because we were talking about the new iPhone and I had got the biggest iPhone last time around because I had a whole bunch of music that I had converted from Mm -hmm. CD to MP3. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't need this anymore. We, we have Apple music. I I listen to more podcasts now than anything in the Mm -hmm. car. So there's not really much need for me to kind of say, Oh, let me hear this song. No, wait, you know what? I got to listen to this podcast. I haven't finished it. You know? Yeah. 
So it's that's it's really cool. Um, X, uh, where can my dear listeners find your show and find more about your? About well, you know, I am you? Uh, on uh, uh, my website is www.angryoldmanpodcast.com. We are Angry Old Man Podcast on iTunes, yes. on Stitcher, on Audio Boom, on just about any place. You just you know Google Angry Old Man Podcast. And there are plenty of uh, entries for it. So, yeah, and, and you're on Twitter as well, right? I'm on Twitter as Robert and Edna. Yeah, because Angry Old Man Podcast, I think, was too many wor- uh, too many letters, <laughs> and plus, I think, it was taken or some some bullshit like that. So, <laughs> so it is Angry Old Man Podcast at Robert and Edna. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, check out the podcast. I love your show. X, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I enjoyed it. I feel like we oh. could talk for two or three hours. I, I'm definitely going to have to have you come back on. Oh, and, cool! And we'll talk some more. And yeah. I'm definitely going to. I'm subscribed to the show, so I'm going to keep in touch and um, do and listen to each episode yeah. because I feel like I, I'm already know. I know most of these characters and entertaining. Well, it, it, takes, it takes a little, you know, getting used to them. And, right. Uh, once you get to know them, you know, I think I think people like them so. Yeah. Say hi to your dad. I sure will. Yeah. I sure will. I'll actually let him. I'll let him. I'm gonna play a little bit of the uh, of some of your show for him, so that, to kind of let him know who I was talking to today. <laughs> and I'll, I might play a little bit for him just so he can kind of hear it. But oh, cool. you, thank you so much. You're ma- amazing talent, man. I I, I I can't say that enough. It's so amazing. Royal, thank you so much. I really yes, appreciate sir. it, man. Thank you, you just, man. You just keep uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job. And thank uh, you, man. Have fun. Yes, most definitely. All right, folks, there you have it. Uh, X, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I had a great time talking with you, and I especially enjoyed last week's episode that you had. Folks, check out his podcast. It is hilarious. The time and effort he puts into it is amazing, and you, one-of-a-kind characters that he has on the show, listen to it. It's so funny. And thank you guys for listening to the show. If you've been listening to every episode from week from episode one to now, thank you so much. If you haven't, Check out the back catalog. There's some amazing guests on there. You know, my father, Natasha Prohansen. Uh, let's see, Fear is on there. There's so many other people. Nick from Epic Film Guys, it's great. Um, thank, check it out and make sure you leave that review. I would really appreciate that. I do want to take the time to thank people uh, here. So uh, for Tech, uh, Brandon Manabus and Omar Flores and Razor from Fifth Cast, thank you so much for your help. Uh, friends that pushed me, uh, Fear, thank you for pushing me into doing this podcast. I love doing it so much. Nick from Epic Film Guys, Epic Film Guys for being supportive and pushing me and motivating me to continue to do the best I can. To all my friends and family, my wife, I love you all so much. Thank you for being supportive and thank you for always telling me I can do whatever whatever I can if I put my mind to it. There you have it, folks. Uh, tune in next week. Next week's guest is going to be a good one too. And uh, that's going to do it. So social media, let's plug that before we go, right? Twitter, Instagram, and Vine at Roel Santos Jr. Go to Facebook.com slash World That is the Facebook page of this illustrious podcast. You've been listening to the World of Row. I'm Row, and you're not. And stay tuned as the World of Row continues to turn. Have an amazing weekend, people. We'll see you next Friday. <laughs> <laughs>